0: Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes, from my website, or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at the Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance so if you're interested please make sure to register soon because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website embodiedastrology.com in the play and learn section under live events or from the link in my Instagram bio at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Aries Sun and Aries Rising. This horoscope is for you. This is a month ahead look at Scorpio season. Scorpio season is the period of time between October 23rd and November 22nd. This is when the sun is shining the light of Scorpio uh, onto our planet and when Scorpio as an energy is highlighted in our experience. As I mentioned in the introduction, please take the time to listen to the extended episode for Scorpio season from Embodied Astrology. In that episode, I go in-depth into Scorpio as a elemental quality, as a physical and physiological experience that we all have access to in our bodies, to the mind-body connection, and of course, to the emotional connection of Scorpio, which is significant. Um, That's one of the kind of main associations that we have to the sign is to its intensity and its emotionality. And for you, this is especially important. um, Aries being the first sign um, in your solar chart, Scorpio is placed in the eighth house, the eighth house is associated to the eighth sign, which is Scorpio. So a Scorpio transit Um, will in some ways be extra Scorpionic for an Aries person. The eighth house is associated to many of Scorpio's themes. This is the place in the chart where we find information about your subconscious, about what you keep hidden, what you keep kind of repressed or held back, some of your deeper desires, your passions, as well as your fears, your shames, your insecurities. This is the place where we find information about your entangled and enmeshments in your relationships and your intimacies and your vulnerabilities as well as really um, profound experiences where energy is exchanged between you and others and this means uh, sex and money and often death or trauma or really um, kind of important and pivotal events. So this Scorpio season, the sun is highlighting this part of your chart, and there are a couple of things that are going to be happening this season that will definitely influence um, you. So I'm going to be talking about those. These events begin with October 27th's new moon in Scorpio. Anytime there's a new moon, there is a new beginning. And this is the beginning of a new 12-month cycle from this new moon and Scorpio to next year's new moon and Scorpio. This is a great time to bring awareness to the Scorpio and eighth house themes to set your intentions for what you'd like to call in and what you are developing in these areas of your life uh, over the course of the next year. Now, this particular new moon brings with it a high degree of change and an awareness of our uh, kinds of changing perspectives and personalities and psychologies. For you especially, uh, there may be important changes that you're starting to experience in your intimacies, in your, um, again, your entanglements or the places where you meet other people in a more energetic and uh, definitely a kind of deeper Um, potentially more unconscious way the way that your self-esteem influences this new moon is pretty profound um I don't know what your particular experience as an as an Aries-identified being is, so I just want to say that this new moon is definitely bringing an opportunity for you to reflect on your sense of self-worth and your value and the ways that your sense of self-worth and value uh, may be influenced or entangled with... Um, money with finances with resources and particularly resources that you may share with others or important partners this is a new moon to consider how you can become um, more psychologically healthy and whole what areas uh, have been repressed have been held in shadow if there are shames or insecurities that you're carrying this is a really good time to try and look at them you might consider journaling or therapy especially around this time those things may be particularly helpful to um, assist you in kind of getting more uh, access to these parts of ourselves that can often be really hard to look at. These kinds of feelings are so complex and uh, tend to mix so many different kinds of things, including a lot of um, early childhood experiences or pre-verbal memories or potentially even ancestral influences. So um, if you've got a lot of stuff coming up around the new moon, definitely consider it as a as a time and as an opportunity to get kind of deeper into some of your more um, important and influential psychology. And again, especially as the psychology might pertain to your intimacies, as well as to your sense of agency and value in the world. On October 31st, Mercury will turn retrograde in Scorpio. So the entire Mercury retrograde cycle um, this season is is in the sign of Scorpio. Mercury begins its retrograde very close to the end of the sign and returns back to pretty much the middle of the sign. Mercury will be retrograde until November 20th. Um, Mercury in astrology is a symbol for the mind. And so it is associated to our mental and cognitive state, as well as to our communications, um, communications with ourselves and with others, as well as uh, you know, not just verbal communications, but also written and electronic communications, as well as exchanges. So during Mercury retrograde, this is a time to really consider what kinds of exchanges are being made. Again, these deeper entanglements are some of the kind of key spaces and issues to be reflecting on. During Mercury's retrograde, we are advised to not make important decisions, but instead to reflect on them, to remain with them, to research them. All of the art, e-prefixes are advised during Mercury's retrograde, refine, redefine, renegotiate, relate, and remain. This is a period of time when our minds are more reflective, they are more inward moving. This is not a period of time when we necessarily have the information or the clarity that we need to make decisions for forward movement, but it is actually such a valuable and important cycle to get that information. We want to, again, research it. We want to dig deep, and especially for you, this is a period of time when... Um, you're probably going to have a lot of information about some deeper feelings coming up and you really want to give yourself space and time with them. Now, the days of and around Mercury's station or direct tend to be more um, acute in the Mercury retrograde um, kind of pathologies that we often associate with like miscommunications, uh, communication breakdowns, technology failures, and all of that. So um, give yourself some extra time between October 28th and November 2nd where you're just kind of expecting that things will be a little Wonky. Um, Give yourself time to be late. Try and just build it into your plans for those days. If other people uh, flake out on plans or if plans change last minute, try not to get fussed. Mercury retrogrades are often times when we have unforeseen or unexpected circumstances arise, but if we let ourselves respond to them um, in the moment, often what happens is we get led on some kind of journey, some circuitous path that ends up being a a kind of revelation, something might be revealed during Mercury's retrograde that we wouldn't have uh, encountered if we had just been going about business as usual. On November 1st, Venus will enter the sign Sagittarius, and for you, Sagittarius rules the solar ninth house. This is the house associated with higher learning and academics, all pursuits to expand your mind, your consciousness, and your perception. This includes religion and philosophy and any kind of quests that you're undertaking. The ninth house um, is associated as well to long distance travel, uh, to foreign languages, to encountering uh, cultural difference and other kinds of experiences that might allow you to broaden your perspective and open your mind. Um, This is also a house that's associated to publishing, broadcasting, and uh, not necessarily the law, but judges. Um, You might think of this as the place of wisdom and also the place of judgment. Um, So with Venus's influence here, we have a benefic, loving, generous quality coming into this part of your chart. This is a really good time to apply yourself to these pursuits of mind expansion, of possibility expansion. There's quite a lot for you to be gaining through these pursuits at this time, and Venus's transit will help support you in those pursuits. On November 11th, we have the inferior conjunction of Mercury and the Sun. This is a really important moment in the Mercury retrograde cycle when um, we might have an important revelation or when something might be discovered or rediscovered that ends up being pivotal within the themes of Mercury's retrograde cycle. So please keep your notebook around and especially around November 11th, make sure to write down any ideas that seem exciting or take note of your general experience experience at that time. On November 12th, there is a full moon in Taurus. Taurus is Scorpio's opposite sign. The full moon is always a reflection of the solar light. So with the sun in Scorpio illuminating the moon in Taurus, we have reflection on, again, issues of value, your self-esteem, your self-worth, your value systems, as well as your money, your assets, your earned income. Um, During this time, there may be some important revelation or uh, breakthrough kind of energy that you feel particularly in regards to your path in life what it is that you are trying to attain or that you're moving towards in your aspirations and it may be that around this time you get a sense of like spiritual assistance or a deeper sense of intuition that comes through definitely be open to signs and symbols um, and more again intuitive kinds of guidance that could come through at this time this moon is an excellent time to do some kind of ceremony or ritual for um, these issues that I mentioned either your self esteem your self worth um, your value systems and your money um, your resources and your access to resources and what sustains you is a really good time to call in energy that can help support and assist you in pursuing the path that you're on or that you want to be on On November 18th, the planet Mars will enter Scorpio and it will transit Scorpio until January 3rd. Wherever Mars is, it's bringing um, heightened energy and uh, more of a heating and potentially aggravating or inflammatory influence as well. Mars transiting your eighth house could be a time when you experience increased libido. Um, This is definitely a great time to indulge your erotic nature to have um, more kinds of exciting and potentially edgy experiences with your intimate friends. Definitely be careful. Mars can be prone to accidents and also impulsive behavior, especially because this transit begins with Mercury's retrograde. I do want to encourage you to um, be smart with your choices and safe and always practice consent, of course. Um, The eighth house is also, again, associated to some of the deeper kind of subconscious psychological terrain. So as Mars comes into this part of your chart, you may notice that there is an increased kind of psychological awareness that you have. This may manifest as a sense of kind of aggravation in your psyche, or an intensity in your focus, um, kind of the feeling that you're looking for what's underneath um, something. And uh, Mars can be a really motivating energy, but it can also sometimes bring about quite a lot of intensity, especially as it transits through Scorpio, one of the signs of its rulership. So again, please just be mindful of your um, behavior and your choices at this time. Know that especially because this transit is occurring in the part of your chart that can hold some deeper and uh, potentially more repressed energy, that things might be coming out in ways that have a lot more force to them than you intend. This is definitely a good time to work with your journal, to work with your therapist, to work with uh, other means for processing what's coming up because this may um, this transit may bring quite a lot up to the surface that you want to investigate. Finally, on November 20th, Mercury will turn direct. And remember that the days around Mercury Station tend to be strange. So from the 18th to the 22nd or so, again, just build in leniency to your schedule. As Mercury turns direct and then builds up speed, it will be recovering terrain that it re uh, <laughs> returned to during its retrograde. This period of time is called the shadow phase. The shadow ends on November, on December 7th. So if there are important contracts that you're about to sign or decisions that you're trying to make that feel, um, you know, like priorities for you, you might consider waiting until that second week of December, if you have the possibility, um, again, to regain this kind of mental cognitive territory to make sure that you have crossed all your T's, dotted all your I's and gotten all the information that you needed from this retrograde cycle. On November 22nd, the sun will enter Sagittarius, and I'll be back with you then with your Sagittarius month ahead. Um, For more information on this month's upcoming astrology, please become a subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month, and in exchange for your donation subscription, you'll get extended monthly forecasts in both audio and written PDF calendar forms. Um, These ways are great avenues for you to continue learning about astrology and to work with all of the major planetary aspects, not just the ones I listed in this horoscope as well as all of the lunar cycles. I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.